0: Well, good day, everyone. This is Local Matters, and we are talking today to Dr. Myra West, who's director of the Tennessee College of Applied Technology in Livingston, Tennessee. Myra, welcome. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thank you, Dr. Bell, for the opportunity to be here today.
0: Well, tell everybody a little bit about your background.
1: Well, I grew up in Livingston, Tennessee, spent... um, my life there most of it i went to livingston academy and after high school i actually went to troy state in troy alabama for two and a half years and then um there was a young man and got married and come back home (laughs) i think that happens a lot but uh enrolled at tennessee tech so i'm a graduate of ttu here in cookville with a business finance major and after i graduated uh I was very blessed to have an opportunity to go to work at that time for the State Area Vocational School, now known as the TCAT. And I taught in the business department and have had a wonderful career there. I've been there 29 years. And during that time while I was working, I knew that that's where I wanted to be, was in education. So I went back to Tennessee Tech and worked on my master's in EDS. And then had an opportunity to be part of a special cohort group that Tennessee Tech was working on a partnership with TSU for students in the Upper Cumberland area, like myself, to be able to work on a doctorate degree and have some of the classes at Tech and TSU. So had a great opportunity to do that and got my doctorate degree and have been at the TKIT ever since.
0: Well, it's um, uh, that's a great background and, and good experience for being at uh at a place like uh, like TCAT, so tell us about. Uh, other folks may not recognize the the phrase TCAT. Tell us about the Tennessee Colleges of Applied Technology and and their role in today's society.
1: Okay, so when we say TCAT, we are actually talking about the Tennessee Colleges of Applied Technology. And they are technical college. in in Tennessee, we have our universities, our community colleges, and then we have a system of technical colleges. And those technical colleges are designed to provide individuals with skilled, hands-on trainings for our workforce. And a lot of times people say, well, what does that mean to be skilled, have the skill training? And I like to think about it this way. I, I said to someone, When you're out in your daily life and your air conditioner goes out, you have to call somebody to come fix it. You want someone with a skill or a trade. Or if your car breaks down, then that's a skill that someone possesses. And our daily lives revolve around having those individuals that have those particular skills that makes our daily lives and our work and our workforce functionable. And so uh, these are individuals who come in and they train, do hands-on training they develop that skill, and then they go to work to provide those services that we need, not only in the service area, but in manufacturing, health care, IT, all, all across the different pathways.
0: And I know you've got some great programs. I, I've been up in your your college many times, and I and, uh, have watched the Mechatronics program, for instance, just grow and blossom. I know you're doing it in White County and in Putnam County and in a lot of different places. Uh, What's the mechatronics emphasis all about?
1: Well, that has to do with uh, providing technicians for mainly manufacturing or plants where they are working with the robotics, the... Uh, machines, whether it be the welding, the machining, the PLCs. So it's those technicians that help keep our assembly lines running, help the factories to continue to grow. And mechatronics is an all-encompassing word. It doesn't focus on one industry. It can go across different ones. It involves the IT with the PLCs. It involves being able to machine a tool that goes on to a piece of equipment on an assembly line and making sure that assembly line keeps going So we're training what we call the technicians, that person that's going to go out and troubleshoot. When that line goes down, they've got to be on the spot. They've got to have the skill set they need to get that up and manufacturing again for that company that's uh, producing whatever goods they are.
0: And I know a lot of those technicians eventually end up um, going into supervision and into management at the company, and sometimes the company wants them to go on and get some other college credentials, and you're part of the Tennessee Board of Regents. You've got a great relationship with community colleges and universities. So talk about how that relationship works.
1: Okay. All of our programs, especially with our industrial maintenance mechatronics, those are built on providing the students with the foundational skills they need, those beginning skill sets that they need. And so, for example, in our mechatronics, it's a Siemens-level program, Siemens Level 1. And so those students can transfer those skills directly into a mechatronics program at one of our community colleges. And so they don't repeat those foundational skills. They build on the skills that they have already obtained. And then from that, those students should be able to take those skill sets and then transfer into a university in some type of engineering. And so it's designed to give individuals a pathway to be able to go on and off, to be able to develop the skills, maybe go to work and then come back into the field or come back into education, get more advanced skills maybe go back to work, and then come back into education and keep advancing, upgrading those type of skills so you don't repeat. You're just building on your foundational skills.
0: Well, that's great. Uh, this is Local Matters, and we are talking to Dr. Myra West from the TCAT at Livingston. Myra, how many students do you have in a typical year, and, and what are some of the bigger or more popular programs?
1: Well, we run about 1,100 students, but that includes our dual enrollment, our adult students, special industry. Uh, right now, our advanced manufacturing, our industrial maintenance, megatronics is one popular one, welding. It just seems that we continue to have a demand for welding, not only from a student perspective, but from an employer's perspective. So those two are very popular. Of course, healthcare continues to be a growing need in the Upper Cumberland and throughout our state, so we always have uh, a need for our nursing programs. But most of our programs in general, we keep those open based on demand. So um, students who enroll in our programs, there's usually jobs in those particular fields, or we wouldn't have those programs open because that's how we justify keeping the programs that we have at the TCAT.
0: And what do you see in terms of your student body uh, in terms of the biggest challenges that students face or that um, the typical student up there might encounter?
1: Well, sometimes I think it's just balancing life. And before I might have said that sometimes it was financial but we have a great state that has removed that barrier, and I think that's very important for individuals to know that finance does not have to be a barrier for you obtaining a diploma at the TCAT or getting education at one of our community colleges or universities because through our Tennessee Promise and our Tennessee Reconnect, individuals can go back to school so I think when you have that student who maybe has um, not been in the workforce, maybe they have kids, they're just trying to balance the child care, balancing how to manage their time, how to get back and forth. I think that becomes the challenge now for a lot of people or we have a lot of students who work and so Working a third shift and then being able to come in and go to school and, again, balancing the time for rest and being able to make all of that work is probably the biggest challenge that our students have
0: now. And I know a lot of those students have already had some job experience when they come to you, uh, but you also give them great experience and interaction with industry. Tell us about some of the partnerships uh, you have with with industry in our region?
1: We do. We have some great partnerships with industry. So I'll talk about our most recent one. Uh, We have had a need in the Upper Cumberland for quite some time for diesel technology. Individuals who wanted to become diesel uh, mechanics had to drive at least 100 miles east or 100 miles west to be able to get the training, and that was a need we had. And with our facility, we didn't have the space. So we partnered with Fitzgerald Collision and Repair in Rickman. And that employer with Fitzgerald's, they provide the space for us to be able to allow us to do the training. The training is conducted by the TCAT, and they are our students. But that would not have been possible without that partnership where a private employer said, we recognize the need, we want to help, we have the space, we're going to let you utilize it. But in addition to that, we partner with uh, different employers to give students the opportunity to do internships, clinical sites, co-ops. And that gives the students uh, the opportunity to see the real world work. While they're still attending class, they may go to class for three hours and then go to an internship for three hours for three weeks and they get to put in practice the skills that they're learning in the classroom or they get to see that what they're learning in the classroom is really what they're going to use when they go to work. They see that same piece of machinery, that same meal that they're training on in machine tool is the same meal that they're going to be using when they go to work. Place. So those partnerships with those industry people are essential. And then the other partnership that just becomes very valuable to the TCATS is our partnership with our employers in developing our curriculum. It's very important to us that our curriculum is relevant, that it is meeting the needs of employers. And you only do that through partnerships. By talking with those employers, for those employers providing that feedback to you, looking at your equipment, saying this is what we need, and us being able to customize our training to meet those workforce needs because without that the programs wouldn't be able to exist.
0: Thank you for that, and we're going to take a short break. This is Local Matters and we are talking to Dr. Myra West from the Tennessee College for Applied Technology in Livingston. Myra, I know in the the college is affiliated with the Tennessee Board of Regents and all of that system plays a really important role in the Governor's Drive to 55 program. Talk about how you interact with the Drive to 55 initiative.
1: Okay? with uh let's start with the role of the tcat you know the tcat's role is to prepare individuals to enter the workforce and skilled training so the drive to 55 is about making sure that the state of tennessee has a workforce that is prepared prepared for new employers to come in for existing employers to be able to expand for small businesses so they work hand in hand And so with any new business or anyone wishing to expand, there's all different levels of the workforce that needs to be addressed. We have the university level, we have community college, but then there's also that need for a skilled workforce. And so the TCATs play that role in that we are preparing the workforce to be able to meet that demand. And through the Drive to 55 initiatives, we have the Tennessee Promise, where we have young high school jun- or seniors coming out and they can attend a TCAT and their tuition is paid for through that. Or we also have Tennessee Reconnect that has now been implemented and that's for uh, independent individuals 24 years of age or older that want to go back to school that maybe has not finished a post-secondary credential. And the Drive to 55 is all about getting individuals some type of credential beyond and above high school. Our workforce is demanding that individuals have something beyond high school. And it's not just about a four-year college degree, but that is important. And what we need to realize is that it's important that we have all levels. And so the TCAT plays a major role in meeting that 55 goal and making sure that we have a prepared workforce.
0: Yeah, and just uh, for our listeners, the uh, drive to 55 is to get 55% of our population with some kind of credential that is uh, college or even career credential uh, respected, uh, it really is a big recruiting tool for the state to bring new industry in and to help our existing industry strengthen their their current skills. So a lot to do. And I know you would want to say that uh, if there's someone out there that's thinking about reconnecting in some way, uh, they can certainly call you and and uh, make that connection.
1: Yes, we would uh, love to talk with anyone, maybe take them on a tour of the college or help them get enrolled. So they can do that by going to our website at tcatlivingston.edu or calling us at 823-5525. And we have individuals that will help uh, walk you through the different programs to see where your interest lies and in your skills and ability and how that matches up with the employer needs in the region so that once you get your training, then you'll have a good career and a good job to go into.
0: And I know you're part of the Highlands Initiative uh, partnership, so if if the ReConnect opportunity doesn't fit what you offer at TCAT Livingston, uh, your folks can connect them to whether it's Tennessee Tech or or Motlow State or or Val State uh, you can find the right degree program or credential program that that fits that individual's need
1: that's true uh I like to think of it that we're all in this together. We're all about educating and making sure that our students' needs are met. So any time that anyone comes in and they express a desire in a particular uh, program area that maybe our TCAT doesn't offer, but maybe one of our close TCATs, maybe TCAT Hartsville or Crossville offers, then we can make that connection for them. We can help. Maybe when they come in, they're wanting something that is more on the community college level, an associate degree program, then again whether it be our local community college with Volunteer State or maybe one of the close ones, Rhone State or Motlow State, depending on where they are in the Upper Cumberland, then we have those resources available. And, of course, we work very closely with Tennessee Tech here in Cookville to be able to help students get into the university as far as a career path and looking at the different opportunities that are available.
0: Well, this is Local Matters. We are talking about educational matters today with Dr. Myra West. Uh, Myra, the the um, the work that you've done over many, many years now, uh, again, has gone well beyond Livingston or Colleges of Applied Technology. I know you've played a major role in the Highlands Initiative in Pathways to Prosperity and have chaired the... Um, the wellness and healthcare initiative, for instance, let's talk a little bit about healthcare and the healthcare pathway that that uh, you and your task force have been looking at for some time now.
1: Okay, with our health science pathway, first a little bit about the pathways. Uh, one of the things that I have truly enjoyed uh, about working with the Holland's pathways is the collaboration. Pathways is about bringing educators, employers, and community leaders all to the table. And it's about identifying where we have gaps in the Upper Cumberland as far as meeting the needs of our workforce. Are there training programs that are not there? Do we have a shortage of employees in a particular area or a skill? And then collaborating with those individuals to Find a solution to that. So with our health care, we've been able to uh, form pathways in high school where high school juniors and seniors, even freshmen and softwares can uh, start on a career in healthcare. It may be in nursing, it could be in pharmacy technology, or it could be just exploring healthcare in general. But once they come out, then they could have a CNA and already be on that pathway and have the foundational knowledge to maybe go on to a TCAT and enroll in a nursing program, an EMT program, a pharmacy tech program, or maybe they want the opportunity to go to a community college and enroll in one of the healthcare programs or at the university. But I think it goes even beyond that because in order for those students to enroll in those programs, they have to have a knowledge about that. And a lot of times they don't understand the jobs that are part of that pathway. So with the Highlands Pathways, we even go down into the middle school to seventh and eighth grade. And at that time, students are exploring. They're trying to figure out what is it that I want to do? What am I going to do in high school? And so we're providing a lot of Uh, education in the form of career education, Uh, connecting employers to those seventh and eighth graders, letting them know what the workforce is like, what careers are available, what jobs are available here in the Upper Cumberland. So if you want to pursue a career in healthcare, I can do this career and I can stay home and still have a good job. I can be employed here, raise my family here, give back to the community that we're all a part
0: of. Yeah these pathways are so important for the health of our upper cumberland economy and for the chance to keep uh, some of our youth here here in our area. I know I always said that I wanted my grandkids to have great job opportunities here in the upper cumberland. Uh, they might choose to go to Seattle or somewhere else, but I want them to at least have a choice to stay stay here and stay near granddad while they're while they're here too.
1: And that's important, Dr. Bell, because, you know, if we're going to have those job opportunities here in the Upper Cumberland, then we have to be able to recruit those companies to come to the Upper Cumberland. And when we're recruiting companies to come to the Upper Cumberland, they want to know we have the workforce. They want to know that the individual's are skilled and trained and have the educational background to be able for those companies to be successful here. And so we can't wait until a company locates here. We have to start in seventh and eighth grade telling them about these career opportunities, providing them with the education in high school and then at the TCAT community college and at the university level so that when we recruit that company they're ready to get started and we have the workforce we need to let them be successful here.
0: And I think the Highlands has taken a pretty balanced approach to identifying some of these emerging focus areas. Uh, Certainly, healthcare has been one of the ones that we just know is going to continue to grow and continue to offer good opportunities. Advanced manufacturing is another one, and information technology is a third pathway that is being looked at right now. Talk a bit about We've already mentioned mechatronics, but talk about advanced manufacturing, and maybe some of the uh, off ramps and on ramps that go along with the pathway, so that they can go into industry, come back and do some studies, go back to industry. That's part of the design, isn't
1: it? It is. That that is what the pathways uh, are designed to do. So right now in the Upper Cumberland, we have mechatronics programs at White County High School and at Cootville High School, and at Livingston, at the TCAT, and Clay County students and Livingston Academy students both are enrolled in that. So what that does is give a high school junior or senior the opportunity to go ahead and start on that pathway, the same curriculum, the same skill sets that an adult student would do, and they can get you know, 200, 300 hours worth of training on PLCs, robotics, it generates that interest but it also gives them that foundational skill they need some of those students will actually exit out of high school and go directly into the workforce they'll go in, in an entry-level position and what we're seeing more and more now is that when they do that then that employer is sending them back to the tcat to finish up and to build on those skills they already have we have several employers with our new lab here in KUFL, that the KUFL employers are sending them during the day, maybe a half a day, to get more training. And once they finish that, then as they move up into management positions, they may be in our engineering positions, then they may be transferring either into the community college or the university and continuing their diploma into an associate degree and then into a baccalaureate degree.
0: And with the uh, information technology pathway, that's the newest one we have in our in our set of initiatives. But uh, uh, again, uh, students can develop skills that range from fundamental keyboarding up to graduate programs in computer science and and computer engineering. So there's just a wide range of opportunities. And some of the companies that have come in here lately, uh, Saic. In the information technology area, Vicosa in advanced manufacturing. You just look around at the growth that is happening in the Upper Cumberland, and there's going to be great opportunities. We just want to get the students to get engaged,
1: get engaged, and get on one of the pathways. You know, uh, of course, we would like to have them at the TCAD in Livingston to get them started. That's where we'd like to start out. But the opportunities are there for young people. And individuals that want to start a different career or maybe they're looking to change careers or maybe their first career has ended and they're wanting to start on that next one, the opportunities are available in the Upper Cumberland. We are very blessed with educational opportunities where students can or adults can enter into education, get the skill and education they need to be able to go to work here in the Upper Cumberland.
0: Well, we have been talking today with Dr. Myra West, the director of the Tennessee College of Applied Technology in Livingston. Myra, thank you for taking time to be with us. Uh, You're doing great work up there, and uh, we look forward to having you back on the program again soon.
1: Thank you, Dr. Bale.